This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Welcome along to this podcast, What's New 22, brought in our panel once again of Phil Pendlebury, the music producer, drummer Eddie Parsons, and singer Emily Peacock. Together with myself, we took a look at the brand new album. It's called Jude, and it's from Julian Lennon. That's right, the son of John Lennon. Enjoy the podcast and do join me live on the show, weeknights 8 through 10, right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show. Music is very much on the menu tonight, as it uh, usually is. And uh, always a pleasure to welcome in three great musicians who I've got tons of respect for. Drummer Eddie Parsons with a brand new hairstyle, and I'm loving it. You should you should be in a boy band. <laughs> Hi, Mark. Good evening, everybody. Welcome along. Phil Pendlebury, how are you, sir? I'm good, Mark. Thanks. Nice to see you. And Emily Peacock, of course, from About Last Night. Emily, good to see you again. Good to see you, too. Yeah. And I really like Eddie's hair as it's well. It's cool, we isn't it? Love Eddie's hair. He, I mean, we're giving away tickets for Westlife. He could be in Westlife, <laughs> wouldn't he? Haircut like that. You mentioned, uh, um, as you came in, Emily, you know, do I pick the albums that we review on the strength of my T-shirts? Yes. I'm wearing John Lennon tonight tonight and i suppose i do really you know <laughs> <laughs> i think you know if i pick an album i think i don't have i don't have a t-shirt for this band you know it's do, you, quite... do you have like a walk-in closet at home oh my talk to my wife about it okay. she <laughs> absolutely hates it hates t-shirts <laughs> falling out. it's like a waterfall uh. of t-shirts anyway welcome along guys once again let's talk some music uh, first of all i want to get through a little bit of news sadly the world has lost another great musician jazz pianist ramsey lewis who was famous for this An absolute masterpiece. It's called uh, Wade uh, on the Water. And, uh, yeah, Ramsey Lewis sadly died at the age of 87, one of the most successful jazz musicians ever. He had uh, hits with the In Crowd, Hang On Sloopy, Wade in the Water. Do you recognise it now, Eddie? Yeah, I do. It's it's a goodie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Phil? Yeah, only after you've played it that I wouldn't have got his (laughs) name, I've got to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there we are, a little bit of news there. Now, I also wanted to to pop in with this little piece as well. You know, last week, Emily, we we played that Elton John and Britney Spears collaboration. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we we, we all, I think, liked it. Oh, yeah, yeah. loved it. Now, there's been another collaboration that's come out, and this is Dolly Parton and Kelly Clarkson. Now, they've released their reimagined version of that song, Nine to Five, and this is going to be part of a documentary called Still Working, Nine to Five, all about Dolly. See what you make of this. Bed and I stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition, yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping out on the street. The traffic's jumping with folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to five, what a way to make a living, barely getting by. It's all taken and no giving, they just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy if you let it. Working nine to five. So that's um, <laughs> another version of nine to five, of course. It was a good movie when it first came out and. Uh, 
What do you make of that with Dolly? A little bit of breathy vocals. She's, I think she's taken a few pointers from Elton John on that. Possibly, yeah. I mean, this is my first impression of this. Yeah. And I love this song. Probably one of the first songs I ever sang on karaoke and still one of my favourites <laughs> really? for karaoke. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what to make of it yet. It feels very different. Yeah, it's, it's a bit weird, isn't it? What, what, what yeah, um, missing the actual lead melody of the yeah. song there, yeah. the little bit that I heard of it, so yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah, yeah. Do I? Anyway, bring In- Dolly interesting. back. But the, the documentary looks good. It's called Still Working 9 to 5, as Dolly is, of course. Right then, um, let's get into um, what we're going to be talking about this week. And uh, first of all, I want to talk about having famous parents in, in the music business and you know is it a good thing or maybe does it pull you back a little bit if you've got somebody as famous as John Lennon as your dad is that going to be something that perhaps you're really constantly having to live up to Emily I guess it depends because um, I, I know that quite a lot of people that do that are in this position who have parents yeah. who are famous for something that they also want to pursue that could be like a double-edged sword because you might on one hand feel like you want to be your own person your own artist yeah but then also you might think well actually thank you for giving me this opportunity these extra kind of like the extra yeah. lift into the industry the extra connections and the inspiration at the end of the day like you know, there was that side of it as well. Mm, so mm. it could hinder, it could help. Yeah, could hinder, could help. What, what do you think, Eddie? I mean, we, we dropped in last week um, uh, the fact that, uh, is it John Bonham's son, um, Jason Bonham? Jason uh, Bonham, uh, yeah. And it, obviously he's made a great success of his music career. He has, um, but only due to the fact that his dad was John Bonham and, and recognised globally as one of the best rock drummers of yeah. all time. Yeah. And I think... Um, Whilst he didn't have to live up to his dad's um, status, it certainly helped him a lot. Um, and I think that applies again to Wolfgang uh, Amadeus yeah, yes. Van Halen, which is Eddie Van Halen's uh, son. Yeah. And uh, he's now breaking it and making it on his own in the States, which is great. But uh, he'll never be Eddie Van Halen, but I don't think he's w- he wants to be Phil. Right? No. Yeah. no. Do you think people are inevitably compare them to, to their I, I, parents? My immediate thoughts on this, keeping it short, is, oh, to be in that situation where you have a parent that can introduce you to all these people. Yeah. That yeah. Are, you know, I mean, if you want to be an artist, your, your goal is to be successful. So if you've got a parent that knows all these people, for instance, J- I mean, Jason Bonham, I wouldn't have thought of that as the kind of thing exactly we're talking about. Well, he had he had his own band called Bonham, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was um, put together by Jimmy Page. So yeah, exactly. he sort of went, well, you're going to have but him, 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 when, away yeah. you go. When you're talking about artists like Julian Lennon, where his father was kind of the front of the whole thing, wasn't he? So to be in that position and then get to the stage where where you could set, start saying oh i don't know if i really want to be like my dad you mm. know mm. and but but then everybody said well, yeah but you sound exactly like him oh yeah. well i'll have to do something <laughs> you know so but it's interesting because the youngest son, uh, Sean, he's also in music, but he doesn't have the voice. Doesn't have the same voice, does because, he? Because no. uh, Julian just sort of channels his dad. Mm. <laughs> it's mm. like listening to his dad. He even looks mm. a ringer for yeah. his dad. Okay, so his new album, it's just been released, I think, last week or the week before. It's called Jude, which we'll get to very shortly as to why it's called Jude. Let's see the first track, though. It's called Every Little Moment. This is, once again, Julian Lennon. With every little moment, every little raindrop, every little summer spot, a 
Julian Lennon then every little moment first track from his uh, album Jude um, I can't help but think you know John Lennon would be proud of that song you know writing about topics that John Lennon um, wrote about Phil himself my, my thing with this was to to get past the lyrics so my first thoughts and I know it was a choice be- toss up here between me and Eddie who was going to speak first <laughs> Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds there the little introduction Beatles 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 and then and, and when I listened to this, I was, I was thinking, oh, surely not. And then it becomes modern and big. Yeah. Uh, and it is very modern. Very nice. It's a big sound, Eddie, big isn't sound. it? It's lovely. I love this album. It's already on my playlist. Is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all I knew of Julian Lennon before, I'd not listened to full albums, was Saltwater, you know, the, uh, the hit that I he had. I believe this is his seventh album. It, it is, yeah, seventh. And, uh, yeah. I'm sure Phil will talk more about the production side of yeah. it, but... Um, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I think it's, it's like channeling his dad. It's like, close your eyes. He's, he's even got that sort of nasal Lennon mm-hmm. sort of... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Emily, what, what about you? Um, I like the lyrics of the song. I like the uh, instrumentation. It's got a really good groove. It's got a good yeah. like hook. I don't love his voice. No. And I know that might be controversial, <laughs> but uh, yeah. that's the one thing that would stop me listening to more of his music. Yeah. But the music itself is brilliant. Yeah. I mean... The, the, Groove, you mentioned mm-hmm. there, and when that groove kicks oh. in, you like, whoa, wow, I uh, think, Eddie. I th- oh, sorry, I, th- I think uh, I, I agree first of all with, with Emily about the voice, and I was never a big fan of John Lennon's mm. voice. So, I think the thing here is you're gonna, yeah, well, you know, no. somebody has to say it, not a punch up but in, the, in the studio. I, I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a fan of his Steady voice, not, not, not his songwriting, not his overall abilities, just his actual voice. I, I was never mm. a big fan, so the same thing applies. That, that's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, obviously, you are a fan of uh, Mr. Lennon's yes, <laughs> Indeed. So, uh, all in all, every little moment, first track, um, we're liking. We're going to come back, we're going to hear from Julian Lennon. And he was asked why it's taken so long to get this album released. It's been quite a few years since he's released any music. And it sounds like he was on the verge of, well, as well as, as packing it all in. He, he just had enough of it. He doesn't like the fame side of, um, of the music business whatsoever. We'll be hearing from him when we come back. 
You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome back into the show. We're taking a look at a new album from Julian Lennon. Of course, he's got a rather famous dad in John Lennon. Uh, it's called Jude. Um, why is it called Jude, Okay, Phil? so apparently this is a nod to the legendary song Hey Jude. The interesting thing um, that uh, Paul McCartney wrote that for um, him, yeah. apparently. Yeah. And it was originally Hey Jules. Yeah. And he changed it to Hey Jude because it sounded better. better. And it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, but, yeah. Um, yeah, McCartney changed Jules to Jude because he thought it sounded better in the song. Yeah, and uh, of course, it, as um, Eddie said, it's his seventh studio album um let's hear from um from the man himself talking about why it took uh, quite a long time to get released i honestly thought the last album was going to be my last album um i kind of had enough uh of the business in all honesty um i don't stop doing music whether whether you see it publicly or not mm. that's another thing but it's just that it's it's uh, as far as an album album is concerned that's that's uh there's a lot of heft and a lot of weight and a lot of emotion that goes into that because uh, I don't feel like, you know, uh, uh, the usual kind of pop artist. I, I, I consider myself a serious songsmith. And for me, songs take time. And especially if you want to have the, the right lyrics, the right melodies, the right mood, the right emotions and the right connection with people. So that's Julian then talking about, uh, you know, he takes himself very seriously, Eddie, as a songwriter. And he even sounds like his dad when he's talking. <laughs> exactly yeah. like him. It's just uncanny, isn't it? No. Yeah, well, well, I can remember buying his first album back in the, what would that be, sort of late 80s, I suppose, early 90s? Around um, if, n- if not his first, in one of his early albums. And he had a song, a hit called It's Much Too Late. Yep. And that was, that was a great album. Mm-hmm. And ever since then... Obviously, with my love for the Beatles, I've just sort of yeah. been following him. So, yeah, very yeah. interesting. Um, I've, I've just been looking through one or two uh, famous, um, you know, dads and, um, and and youngsters. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Billy oh. Ray. Yeah. yeah. With his achy, breaky heart. And she's done all right, hasn't she? She's done brilliantly. And she's already had, like, so many kind of... And that's she's got a sister called Noah. I yeah, think. yeah, and she's got a really nice voice too. Yeah. Um, they're different, but I would love to hear them sing together a few tracks because it's really nice when you get sisters singing together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like my. Have name. you got anybody, Eddie? Father. Jacob Dylan. Jacob Dylan, yeah. Who is the frontman for the Warflowers? Yeah. And they had that one big hit, uh, "One Headlight," which uh, I used to sing years ago. <laughs> but um, good band, very good band. But again, his dad is Bob Dylan, so I mean, mm. <laughs> icon. And also um, Nick Collins, who yes. is the son of Mr. Phil. Yeah, yeah there's and, the, and he's been drumming in his band, hasn't he? On, yes, on the last tour. Yes, he's been helping him out. There's so many. I mean, you, you can go back to old school as well. There was Nancy Sinatra. Yes, and mm-hmm. she had that big hit with her father, which Jeez, was covered something years, stupid years later with Robbie, uh, Robbie Williams. Williams and um, Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Yeah. Lovely song. Yeah. And even back before then, there was like Liza Minnelli, of, who was the daughter of. Judy Garland. I mean, yeah. it just goes on and on and it on. Does, yeah. and, and there's so many more in recent years. So. Yeah. I mean, your dad was a muser, wasn't he? Was he happy that you went into the music business? He, I didn't have any choice. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be a drummer and that's it. <clears throat> uh, okay, short version. I started playing when I was four. By the time I was 11, he said, yep, you're good enough, you're in the band. Bang, that was it. Wow. <laughs> and back in those days, we were doing like bars, pubs, clubs and, and yeah. uh, what have you. 
and uh, it wouldn't be allowed now. But uh, <laughs> that was back in the what late sixties. What about 60s you, Emily? Were, were your family supportive of you becoming a professional musician? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, like a lot of parents, they were a little bit weary, yeah. um, just because oh, is that going to be a stable career choice? Right. Yeah. Um, but definitely now they one hundred percent support me. Yeah. And they love that I do this. But they love seeing the band, don't they? They do. They yeah. do. And actually, yeah. last time I was home, my mum, my mum said, "Can we record a song together?" Did she? And she doesn't <laughs> no. sing, but she likes singing, so that would be something nice to do. Yeah, Phil. Um, split really. My mum was quite supportive because I'd yeah. started playing when I was quite young and she had a friend who realised that I'd tuned the guitar to a, an open chord. I was five or six. And okay. I'd, well, open E, so I had to relearn when I got a bit older. Uh, my dad's in the educational yeah. thing, so he's he he wanted more of a career, I yeah. think. That was the thing. But but he's always very proud when yeah, I do I something bet, yeah, nice. Yeah. You know? It's interesting, isn't it? Uh, um, this. Let, let's hear another track, anyway, from this album, Jude. It's by Julian Lennon. This one's called Save Me. That's our second track from this album, Jude. It's from Julian Lennon, Save Me. Uh, Phil, how do they get such a big, fat, chunky sound? <laughs> it's, uh, as it's, that? it's great band. There's a lot of compression going on, so it squash, squashes things down. So you have peaks, and they get cut off and squashed down, so you get that big sound. That's a simple simple way to put it. Um, yeah, it's built up nicely, isn't it, that? Built Ooh. up very nicely. Um, I'm still not hooked I've got to be honest. So yeah. far, I know are you waiting gonna... for one song that's really yeah, going to grab you? And uh, I haven't, I haven't listened in, in advance to this one. So this is, you know, let's see. Eddie's happy. I can tell. Oh yes. Yeah. Lovely vocals. Yeah. Changes. I just love the whole thing. It's my type of music. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a bit of everything in it. It's got punch. It's got a bit of rock. It's got a bit of edge. It's there's thought in it. There's 
enough diversity of sounds to keep it interesting. It's got a bit mm. of everything in it. Mm. Funny, I'm, I'm feeling Tears for Fears as well. Yeah, that first album got that we did. I, I, I thought there was a little oasis in there as well, but I know it's easy to say that. Yeah. Hang on. You mean Oasis, the guys that copied the Beatles? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Emily, what, what are your thoughts on that second track? Are, are you like Phil waiting to be knocked out? No, I've actually listened to these songs in advance. Um, so I kind of know what I'm going to be hearing. And actually, I really liked this song. Um, I loved the build up. I loved the chord progression. Yeah. It actually inspired me um, within a song that I've been writing and working on. Oh, um, really? Yeah, some of the production in this. So, um, so is your next track going to sound like Julian Lennon or John Lennon? Well, not vocally. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> but no, I did. I did. I was pleasantly surprised. By, like, I didn't know about Julian Lennon before this. Um, oh, really? So I was pleasantly surprised by a lot of the, um, the instrumentation in these songs yeah, and the yeah. lyrics too. What do we make of him as a songwriter, Eddie? I mean, he's, he, he said it by his own admission, I consider myself to be a serious songwriter. Well, I guess he has to be, really, given who his father was. But um, I think the test of time is that, yeah, it's, it's, good, it's good quality stuff. He's got the name, so he doesn't need to break, you know. Yeah. He's, mm. he's already there. So I guess you, mm. if, if you're serious, you'd have to be, you couldn't expect anything else, really. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I've got another, one more clip from him, um, and uh, it's, I, I kind of like this little clip. There's a, recently a documentary come out called Get Back. Um, about the Beatles and, and Julian is watching it and uh, it said you know what great memories it brought back for him and it sounds like he had a great relationship with his father but for me it was really it really reminded me of the way dad used to be you know when we were together when I was a kid you know he was funny goofy sarcastic um, uh, talented uh, moody broody but fun uh, goofy you know the list goes on and that was all the things that he was to me when we lived together. And it made me fall in love with him again, um, mm. uh, which, which, which was really lovely. Uh, it made me appreciate him again and reminded me of <clears throat> how he was before everything went a bit pear-shaped. Uh, I must watch that documentary. I've not seen it. Uh, Get Back. Uh, anybody seen it? No? I've seen clips I, yeah. on YouTube only. Mm. Yeah, I watched it. Um, I don't think I made it to the end. I think I put it on quite late. Yeah. But um, mm -hmm. I think they're documenting that they wrote so many songs in a certain amount of time before a big show. Um, and it's interesting to see how quickly they do work together, mm -hmm. right. like so fast. And the way they work together, the chemistry is amazing. Yeah. Definitely worth a watch. So they could literally churn out loads of songs. Absolutely. And they just bounce off each other. And it's interesting when you watch that and when you hear Julian talk about how he takes his time with songs, yeah. which is kind of the opposite of what they were doing <laughs> in Get Back yeah. in that documentary. I think, I think um, he has, a, he has a, a bunch of people that he bounces off quite a lot. So, yeah, you start churning stuff out and you've got, if you've got somebody to bounce off, mm. then those odd Especially little things... Especially if it's Paul McCartney. Well, no, I mean, his, <laughs> his, his uh, guitar player, Justin Clayton, is also oh. in on the production. Yeah. Uh, Co-wrote this and that. There's, there's a list of... I did look. There's a list of quite a few other people involved in the writing. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that you get hang, hung up when you uh, it could be a lyric, it could be a is that too is that too cheesy? Do I need to change it? And if you've got somebody that you can bounce off, yeah, that will say no, no, do that, no, that's fine. You know those kind yeah, of things can opinion. really help you. Yeah, um, because you can be too critical if it's on your own. And, uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this could be the one that could grab us. Here's a song called "Lucky Ones" on Dubai Eye One Hundred Three Point Eight.
Everyone is searching, trying to find a new religion. So peace of mind, peace of mind. Don't wanna let go of all of my intuition. I need a sign. It's love is blind. I feel a change is coming. I'm sure Dad John would be proud of uh, turning out tunes like that. Julian Lennon's Lucky Ones. Has that one grabbed you, Emily? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. me too. I like the sounds used in that. Mm. I like the lyrics. Um, yeah. Vocally, like I said, not the biggest, biggest fan. I think mm. he definitely sounds like he could be the third Gallagher brother, though, <laughs> in that song in particular. Yeah, this one definitely. definitely Oasis this vibes. one does have a... Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the Oasis brothers will be saying, oh, he's copying us, you know? <laughs> Art copying life, copying. Yeah, <laughs> we copied the Beatles. Now, now, no, that's Mr. that's Lent. a saw gig. Yeah, <laughs> uh, what do you make of it, Eddie? Yeah, I love it. Uh, I particularly particularly liked the reverse guitar thing at the beginning, like, which obviously reminded me of the Beatles and that sort of uh, Johnny Marr type uh, guitar part. I think it was guitar. Was it Phil that uh, reminded me of the guy from The Smiths? Oh, yeah. I don't actually know 100% that that was guitar. I think it might have oh, okay. been something programmed. Is the keyboards going on in there yeah, as well? Yeah, that's that's what there was. I mean, finish off with, with Eddie first and I'll give you my 2P mm, on bit, the production. It may have been him. This probably, like everything nowadays, <laughs> a full production. So mm. whatever it was, yes, I liked it. Yeah. Phil? Yeah, so um, the Oasis thing, I think Oasis took some of that and improved on it, didn't they? That, the, you know, the, when I said it sounds like Oasis, I get you, but for me there was elements of the Oasis stuff that they actually took the Beatles sound and made it bigger and, and better and more modern, because it is. So I'm hearing bits of that again here. Um, the saturation on the voice, which is what I sound like right now. <laughs> um, I really like that. I keep mentioning <coughs> saturation in the production side because it's very important. It's like a little distortion thing going on. Yeah. And I guarantee you that that 
vocal has got the Abbey Road Chambers um, as the effect, either the real thing or the plug-in. And it's a very clever piece of kit. It's a it's a big chamber, yeah. So you get like being in a in a bathroom or whatever. Okay. Uh, but it also has a delay built into it as well, so you get that that that's what was used for all the classic kind of John Lennon I'm, vocals. Yeah. I would guess it's probably the the, the original, the real deal. I would, I would of, hope because so. of who yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Maria, for your message. You've just messaged. He's good, <laughs> and uh, I think we all agree that he is. Um, I would have liked a little bit more. Faster songs, maybe a couple thrown in on the album. It's kind of laid back. We're going to hear one more. This is called Freedom from Julian Lennon. Julian Lennon then, the album is Jude Freedom there. Um, hearing some big backing vocals on that, uh, Emily. Seems to be, uh, you know, very breathy backing vocals. Yeah, there's, re- there's a really nice atmosphere in yeah. that song. There's so much space, especially mm. compared to like Save Me, for example, which was had so much more going on. Mm. This has got so much more like bandwidth, if you like. <laughs> yeah. um, it's really nice. And I like the start of it with the... Um, like, like ticking up the clock yeah, yeah. and yeah. I have a song where I've built it up with sounds for the beat at the beginning and one of the sounds is a clock with like footsteps breaths like something Pink Floyd would do that yeah. in time yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly yeah, I like cool. that yeah. I like getting creative with sound Eddie I think you're sold on this yes indeed but um, it's interesting isn't it that um, going back to what Phil mentioned earlier with these these um, children of famous artists like Julian and like Jacob who's the uh, Dylan's son they don't have to prove anything because of their name they're already there so they have that great cushion of not having to break they don't have to have the big hit because they are the son of said icon Mm -hmm. so they have that that helps a lot 
So when it comes to having your, your crew around you that are all seasoned players or producers, you're going to have that because of who you are. You don't have to earn it. Yeah. Yeah, which is wonderful. Great stuff. Final uh, words uh, on this album. Yeah, absolutely agree. Uh, there, definitely. You, and and I think the problem I'm having initially is that I don't. I'm not familiar with the album, so I am wanting a little bit of that. Prove it to me, kind of thing. But you're you're absolutely right. Eddie's nailed it there. Mm, really, yeah. is that he's doing what he wants to do, and yeah. it's great. I'm, yeah. I'm just the. Just a little bit with the voice. That's yeah. that's all I'm would saying. John, would John be proud? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sure, he would. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. But yeah, you, you, it's true what you said earlier. Though I can hear elements of Tears, Tears for, for fears. fears. I can hear the Oasis. I mean, it, it's current in that respect. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Right then. Um, so I think thumbs up uh, for that album. I'm not going to ask you for numbers on this one because yeah. I, I think we all like. <laughs> and I know Phil doesn't like <laughs> um, gigs. Um, about last night, uh, doing great stuff. I'm sure at the residency. Once again, remind us of the nights and where you are. Of course. Yeah. Every Monday, Tuesday, and Friday at Blah Blah on JBR. You can catch about last night. Yeah. Fix is still on the summer holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Um, Phil? A uh, little Bavaria or Malcolm on okay. Friday nights and uh, a couple of other things, but not till October, so I'll yeah. tell you later about that. Great stuff. Thanks, Maria, for messaging in. Appreciate it. Um, a bit of Coldplay in there as well. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. I can, I can go with that. Thanks so much, team, for uh, coming in for another Thank album. You. Let's see what we dig up for next week. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.